Amen. Good morning, everyone. How are you doing? Uh, I got so excited this morning, I forgot to put my, my headset mic on, so uh, I'm going to use this handheld. First of all, I want to say happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Let's, let's show our appreciation for the moms. Thank you so much. I know this is really corny, but we wouldn't be here without you according to God's plan. So we're really appreciative for all of our moms. And you're loved and appreciated, and we want to thank you for everything. Um, I have a scripture. This is going to be a very atypical service for us this morning. We have Mr. Kirk Whalem in the house. And, uh, Kirk, uh, and Mr. Hamilton here. Uh, so... And I'll, I'll do a more official introduction here in a few minutes, but I want to share a couple of things. And the scripture that I want to share this morning is from Psalm 33.3. It says, sing a new song of praise to him. Play skillfully on the harp and sing with joy. And so we've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, I started this series, um, The Gifts from the Holy Spirit. And I started out talking about the fruit of the Spirit, which is really our character. When we compare Galatians and Galatians 5, it talks about the fruit or the results from our sinful carnal nature and contrasts that with the fruit of the Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And when you contrast that with Galatians 5, our sinful nature, and uh, if you've missed any of this series, I encourage you to go back online and, and check this out because it's really important that we understand that we were born in sin um, and it's not our fault that sin entered into humanity when Adam and Eve sinned and disobeyed God. Sin entered into humanity, but the great news is that Christ came to restore us to, uh, for the forgiveness of all of our sins and to restore us back into that relationship with the Lord. Last week, I, I began teaching on the gifts of the Spirit, and the first thing that I talked about was faith. And it's, it's really critical that we understand that. It, the Word says that it's impossible to please God without faith. And, uh, and, and we talked last week about how faith is trusting God. Uh, many times we step out and we, we say, I trust you. That's stepping out of faith. But also I talked last week about how God gives us faith sometimes, and I shared some examples of that. But I want to talk to you for just a few minutes regarding the Lord working in our lives and through our lives when we yield to Him. And my, I have two points this morning. Uh, the title of this sermonette is really excellence. And you know, if you've been coming to Life Fellowship, you know that, that there is a spirit of excellence here. Um, not because we want to be perfect, but because of who we serve. And so everything that we want, everything that we do, we want to do with excellence in serving Him. And like we just read in uh, Proverbs, or Psalm 33, 3, sing a new song of praise to him, play skillfully on the harp. And when we look at, at, at God's design, he has done things with excellence. And so we want to replicate and duplicate the heart of God by doing things with excellence. But this morning, I just want to share a couple of things. I have two points. And my first point is, as I prayed, the Lord answered um, you may be going through some things. You may have some challenges before you this morning. And I want, I want to challenge you just to pray and seek God. You may be looking for a job. You may be whatever that may look like. And just trust Him. But know that the Lord hears our prayers and He will answer. And I wanted to share a couple of stories to just to uh, kind of demonstrate that. Uh, I, I want to talk about Kurt being here because I, I, I really think that, that there's several themes or there's several messages in what I want to share just briefly this morning and I think that 
you may be able to relate or connect to, to any one of these or several, several of these, but Ariana told me that she was going to be gone uh, this weekend. She told me a couple of uh, months back, and so I got, a, I got in touch with somebody, and I said, hey, can you fill in on May the 10th? I know it's Mother's Day, but uh, we need somebody to fill in. He was like, yeah, I can fill in, and so we had this thing all set up, and then a couple of weeks ago, he called me, and he said, man, I I'm really sorry, but I'm not going to be able to, to fill in on the tent. And it's, it's really hard to find somebody, especially late notice. And so I, was, I went to bed that night. I was laying in bed, and I was thinking about, I was saying, God, what are we going to do? I mean, we, it's Mother's Day. We need to have some praise and worship. And this, this person canceled, and, and I understand that it was a situation that was difficult for them. And, and so I began to pray. I said, God, what are you going to do? And here's what dropped in my spirit. Now, I, now I knew that, that Kirk and his band were playing at a festival this weekend down in Galveston. I knew that. Um, but here's what dropped in my spirit. Kirk is in town. And I'm thinking, okay, Lord, I knew that. But let me tell you, when the Holy Spirit gives you something or when the Holy Spirit speaks to you about something it's, or asks you a question, it's not because the Lord needs to know the answer. He wants us to think about what's, what, what he's saying to us. And so this, this thought came to me, Kirk is in town. And I thought, Kirk Whalum? Wait a minute. God, what if we had Kirk Whalum come on Sunday morning? So I grabbed my phone. It's like 11 o'clock at night. And I text our friend Tom Braxton, who many of you know, who's friends with Kirk. And I kind of explained the situation. I said, Tom, do you think there's any way that Kirk would be available and be interested in showing up on May the 10th on Sunday morning? And he texted me right back and said, well, it's worth a shot. And I'm thinking, that's, that's my idea, too. What's it going to hurt? And he said, I will, I will contact him tomorrow. And so through that, uh, that's how, how Kirk ended up here. But it, it, was, it started with me praying and saying, God, what are you going to do? It's Mother's Day. We need to have somebody here. And the Holy Spirit just simply said, Kirk's in town. You know, call him. Here's his number. You know, almost. And, and so, uh, anyway, I text Tom, and then I got in touch with Kirk's manager. So, the, the thing that I want to say this morning is, as I prayed, the Lord answered. The Lord gave me an option here. Where sometimes you think there's not an option, or you think, man, I've just run into a brick wall, or I can't get a job, or this thing isn't working out. And as we just continue to seek God. God will answer our prayer. The second thing I wanted to share this morning is the Lord sets things, uh, sets things up for more than what you imagined. And this, this situation this morning really began probably over 25 years ago in the fact that I met Tom Braxton. We became friends. Uh, Sean McCurley, who has played drums with, with Kirk, was uh, Tom's drummer, and we became friends. And a couple of times, like 20 years ago, 15 to 20 years ago probably, Kirk was in Corpus Christi, and through him being there, I contacted Sean, and I said, hey, man, I'd like to see you, and, and so we had the opportunity to, to meet Kirk and, uh, and, and, and sit down and visit one time, and I just really liked his heart. I really liked what I saw there, and so God began to do something decades ago that's come to fruition today, and this is something that I was thinking of earlier this, or last week, I guess. I was thinking, you've heard the term guilt by association? Oh, yeah. He's running with those kids down the street. Yeah, he's probably part of that vandalization that took place or whatever. Well, this, this came to me. Integrity by, by association. I know Tom Braxton. 
He's a brother. I trust him. He's going to be here on July the 19th, by the way. But I trust him with my life. And if, if Tom is good friends with Kirk, then Kirk is a friend of mine. And so as we live our life and God transforms our life and God works through our life, it has an impact on other people. Certainly it has an impact on us. But it, it can lead us down a path. God is amazing at orchestrating our life. If we will yield to Him, if we pray to Him and ask Him, He will answer our prayers. And He will set us up for something greater than what we probably imagined if we will just yield our life to Him. And so this all started 20 years ago, and that's really facilitated the service of, of Kirk being here today, the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And uh, because if you've been coming here for a while, you know this is, this is sacred ground. Not anybody gets on the platform and is able to share and there has to be a huge trust factor for me because you guys, uh, I'm responsible for you. You know I love you. And not anybody just has a, the, the privilege to share. But I know Tom, and from the time that I spent with Kirk, I, I, and the Holy Spirit prompted me, I knew it was safe. And, uh, and so I want us to always trust God and allow Him to lead you. That's why we've been talking about the Holy Spirit. Allow that small, still voice to speak to our hearts. Get familiar with His voice. And, and lock into that intimate connection with the Lord so that He's speaking to our hearts. He will take care of you and your needs. He'll take care of all the, all the people and the, the things that you love and all the situations. He'll work those things out. And as I consider today's Mother's Day, I normally teach a sermon on, on how valuable moms are and the influence and the importance of a mother's role and all those things are true and as I was you know just kind of digesting this whole service for today I'm thinking okay if we can get Kirk to come in that would be awesome but it's Mother's Day and that's such an important day and this is the second thing I heard the Lord say give the moms a break just give them a break they don't need to hear another teaching just let them relax they're going to go home and have some barbecue or their family's going to take them out for a meal. Just let them relax and just just chill out. And so this is what I want to do. I want everybody to take a deep breath and just let it out. Come on, do it again. And here's the second thing I want you to do. If you're comfortable, I want you just to kick off your shoes and relax. If you want to do that, this is about just allowing God to wash over us. And I prayed, I've been praying, and I really believe that God is going to do something here this morning. I believe that as we just, uh, Kirk and Hamilton are going to, they're going to, what they're going to do is they're just going to begin to worship. They're just going to go right into the throne room of God. And with that, we're just going to follow. And I believe, mm, I so believe that God is going to do something in our hearts this morning. So I don't want you to be thinking about anything else. I just want you to relax and enjoy. Lord God, I pray this morning that your presence would just rain down upon this place. God, that you would open our hearts to receive, that you would open our spiritual eyes to see you with greater clarity that you would open our ears to hear your small, still voice, that you would open our hearts to receive all that you have for us today. Because, God, I know you want to do something in our life, not because we've come to another service, or not just because we've had, heard some great music, but because we've had an encounter with you, Lord. And so we pray with expectation. 
in the all-powerful, the almighty name of Jesus. And uh, I, I do now want to introduce Kirk Whalem, uh, a mighty man of God, uh, an ordained pastor. And, uh, you know, we've been talking about, last week I also talked about the, the gifts from the Holy Spirit the Bible says to use with excellence. And so what I thought would be really cool today is we get to see an example. Now, when we start talking about the fruit of the Spirit, uh, I mean the gifts from the Holy Spirit, there are certainly spiritual gifts uh, that we've talked about, but there are also gifts that God gives, like the gift of music and, and the ability to play skillfully. And so I thought it'd be really cool if we saw an example of, of some men here that have a gift from God, using it with excellence and using it to glorify God. So we're going to get more of the lecture as we go through the series, but today's kind of a lab. So guys, would you lead us to the throne room? Just lead us into his presence. Our pastor in Corpus says that uh, man doesn't build relationships. God does. And there are those people that you connect with. It's a God connection. And I believe uh, that's what's taking place here today. God is already moving. I want you to close your eyes for a second. you to, first of all, Happy Mother's Day. It's an awesome thing. I want you to imagine a puzzle. That puzzle has many pieces. But one unique thing about this puzzle is that all of the pieces have jagged, sharp edges. All of them. I want you to forget the fact that you know it's a puzzle. Just pretend that you don't know that. All you see there is a bunch of jagged, sharp edges to these pieces of something just scattered all around. Some of those pieces represent some relationships that are struggling. Some of those pieces of relation represent children that you're struggling to lead in the right direction, but you don't feel like you know how. Some of them represent children who have a relationship with parents that they, they love their parents, but, but, you, but they don't seem to understand you. Just that generation gap, and there's just sometimes yelling and screaming, and sometimes just unrest and it's just jagged sharp edges and some some of the pieces represent in broader culture race problems and, and problems between police and people of color and people not of color and just politics and all the things that get all twisted and other pieces are at your job just stuff doesn't in a given week you may have two or three times where everything works together like you said but all those other times it's just jagged pieces and personalities and 
your desire to be a good employee or a good boss and yet you can't sometimes come up with the right words and so all these pieces we're just imagining right now I'm going to show you what the Holy Spirit does what Pastor Mark was talking about what God is able to do without you even perceiving it through the gift of music as this anointed brother Hamilton Hardy plays right now I can, I can already feel it as God gave me that picture I never have spoken this in my life Pastor Mark I've never said a word about what I'm talking about right now but God just gave it to me as you were speaking Hamilton began to play what God is able to do through this music is he can bring all those pieces together imagine that in your heart all those sharp, jagged pieces are moving closer towards each other. It's just a mass of jagged pieces right now, but now they've been getting even closer and you begin to see some, some of them, wait a minute, this seems to be something that's ordained of God. It seems to be some kind of momentum to this. There's they're coming together and there, there seems to be a they're fitting together. All those jagged pieces are starting to fit together. And now I think there's a shape. They're forming a shape. And that shape is, has no jagged edges. It has no sharp edges. It's just a, it's a big heart. It's a heart. I can't barely believe it but it's a heart all those jagged pieces fit together and it's a heart that represents the heart of God that's bigger than all those pieces it represents the heart of a mother that takes all those jagged pieces in and makes something beautiful out of it represents the heart of dads around here children and it represents the heart of the least and the last and the marginalized. And there's something so beautiful about it, it's breathtaking. And you hear a melody in your heart.
let's just sing that to him. You know this song? You are so yourself you feel it well here's the point I want to make that when he takes a medication for the pain you don't feel the medication working in other words you can't feel that meditation going from your stomach through into your body through all these blood vessels and stuff you can't literally feel that now you're going to feel the results of it but you can't feel you can't sense that medication working and so this is the thing that I think Mark about instrumental music and what God does sometimes sometimes in spite of us you're like well God want to hear it but we want to hear this or are we like this and we do that God's like boy if I could just get a minute I could do something here's what God can do just then God gave us something that we weren't expecting right he gave it to me and he gave it to all of us at the same time and that it's like what he can do with with music and with 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 uh, the power of the Holy Spirit. You can't see the Holy Spirit. You can't see it. But the Spirit, just like the wind, can work and get a result that you can feel. At the end of it, you can say, by God, something happened. And so, and so just like that medication, God can send a healing, not just a physical healing, but sometimes a soul healing Sometimes healing of the chaos in your mind. 
sometimes the confusion and the frustration, God can send a healing through music that you can't sense while it's happening. Maybe you even prayed for it. I heard Pastor Mark said he got down. He said, God, what am I going to do? That's a prayer. Not every prayer starts out with, dear Lord Jesus. Sometimes a prayer starts out with, help. And, and, and God begins to, to send the, those long words, the medication have those long words. In. We can't even pronounce it. We have any, anybody in the medical industry knows that those words, we have nurses, we have doctors, anybody here? But God sends that stuff and he begins to, to do a work that we don't sense until the results come. That's why we have to walk by faith. That's why we have to trust God in every minute and say, God, I don't understand what's going on right now. All these jagged, sharp edges in my life. What are you doing? But just trust God and ask the Holy Spirit to bring all that stuff together, to send all of that, that healing medication into the various parts of my life, like the parts of my body, that it would work a work of beauty. And at the end of it, we look back and say, you are so beautiful. You're beyond. You're beyond my imagination. Shame on me for trying to figure you out and put you in a box. You're so huge and you're so beautiful and yet you're so near and so dear. Oh God. Mark, I just needed that. That's, I, I guess that's why I'm here. I needed that right there. Amen. I don't know about anybody else, but that's what's what God sent me here for, that right there. Is he awesome? Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay, we're going to take Mark's advice and we're going to go in. Welcome, good morning. <laughs> My name is Kirk Whalen. And that's Hamilton Harden over there. Yes, give him my... God bless Tom Braxton, you know, just me say that real quick, just that, you know, he's a brother, he's been he's been such a friend and mentor to me for so many years. And, uh, you know, like, in terms of the music industry, you know, I have a name that's up there or whatever, and Tom isn't as known as me. But, you know, that, that, that so means absolutely nothing in God's kingdom. It's like, you know, what you're doing in a little small corner is eternal and so much bigger than what people may perceive. You know, they say, well, there's Rihanna and there's, you know, uh, John Legend and the, whatever. God's like, I got my own legend that you may not know about. You know? And so Tom, to me, is like that. You know, I tell him, I, I'm always encouraging him. Because sometimes it's, you know, how we is in the flesh, you know. You can look at somebody else and say, man, I, I wish God would do some of that for me, you know. And, and, and Tom and I have that relationship. And I can say to him, I said, Tom, man, you just don't realize that what God. 
What God is doing through me is because of you. If there were no Tom Braxton, there'd be no Kirk Whalen. And that, that sometimes is just a word for somebody today. That you may be looking at somebody else on the job and say, why does he always get the credit? Why does she always get the glory? And God says, you forget me. He said, lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where thieves do not break in and steal and where moth does not corrupt. Look it up. I promise it's in the word. Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. I pity the person with all their treasures down here. Oh, they got the biggest house. They got the fastest car. They got the prettiest girlfriend. And they got the this and they got the that. Listen, God says it's all going to burn. But only what you do for Christ will last. So lay up for yourself invest in, make deposits. That's what your offering is about, you see. Somebody say, you're crazy to put your money in there for that church and that preacher and those people. You say, you don't understand. I'm making deposits in heaven where thieves can't steal it, where people can't misuse and abuse it, where moth does not corrupt. Oh, man, that's exciting, isn't it? It's exciting to serve God in this this time that we're in. I'm supposed to be playing. I'm going to pick up my horn up and play, Mark. It's exciting to serve God. People are going in all kinds of directions. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. You may not have all the answers right now. It doesn't matter. We don't walk by sight. We walk hope that is seen is not hope. You don't have to hope for it because you see. But the kingdom is invisible. Actually wrote a couple of couple of songs now for us to play, so let's do one of those. Uh, we did this project called the Gospel Chord of Jazz, and um, pray for us because you know it's you know how we tend to be with uh, Christian music. We, we we sort of become critics, and uh, we say, "Well, I don't like so and so. I like so and so." Like Paul said, "Really? Is that is that what we're going to do?" <laughs> you know. But what you what we should be doing is that okay, man. What if God were to put something out there in the mainstream culture that people don't recognize as gospel or Christian? It's just beautiful, like that song, "You Are So Beautiful," right? I will always love you. God can do some some other stuff. What if we were to pray, God, use send more people out there to reach folks that we can't reach. Send more people out there in the music industry and other industries to, to touch people without them even knowing. Yeah. Are you Buddhist? Are you Muslim? Are you what are I don't what are whatever it is? Come on, I need you to talk to me. Then you can say there's a savior. Yes. It's like no other. Yes. In Spanish we say, 
muchas son Señor Dios mío las maravillas que tú has hecho muchos tus designios para con nosotros nadie hay que se compare contigo Señor nadie hay When your excellence puts you out there and up there, then you have a chance to touch somebody in the shoulder and say, there's a God who loves you. It's powerful, isn't it? Well, this is a song I wrote uh, for that type of thing. It's called, This is the Day.
Thank you so much. Thank you. This is the day. Este es el día que el Señor ha hecho. Nos gozaremos y alegraremos en este día, ¿verdad? This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice. I will look beyond the jagged edges that are right here in my face and know that God is doing something bigger. That at some point, maybe today, maybe next week, maybe at the end of time, it's all going to come together and it's going to be God's love. Bigger than all those pieces. Hamilton is a great example of what Mark, Pastor Mark is talking about when he says excellence. In other words, it's one thing to have the anointing of God or an idea or a gift or a talent. We all have that, every single one of us. God has given you something that you do well or that you have the potential to do well. Where the excellence comes in is I offer back to God my time, my focus, my energy to make that thing good. The excellence, and I hear a lot of you know musicians talk. Oh man, this one here is anointed of God. Well, yes, anointed to go into the practice room. Pastor <laughs> 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 yes. yes. Mark just sits down. He just plays. No, he's been in these little rooms years and years ago, way before you met him. We call them practice rooms. Or garages or somewhere, right? So excellence. And that's what God says. You know, you don't have to be the best, but I just want you to give it your all. That excellence is something else. And people realize and they notice it, right? So Hamilton is reading his computer because he never played that song before, the one we just did. Maybe once, but he definitely didn't know it well. He had to I had to email him the chart a few minutes ago and then he had to take a look at it. So to, so to me, that's true excellence. In the body of Christ, sometimes we blow up stuff that's not really excellence. And so we, it's our mind saying, okay, that's, but that's the excellence that the world recognizes. Anybody can look at that. Whether you love Jesus or not, you got to say, man, that's, that's good. <laughs> right? See, so, so that's, the, that's the excellence that I'm after and that I like to inspire in young folks and old folks alike, the kind of excellence that the world has to say. I may not believe or uh, agree with what you're saying, but that's excellent. Yes. Yes. And so then you have a chance to say, well, will you consider this? Uh, I'm going to ask Hamilton. He has a huge cult following on YouTube. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Because Hamilton plays all these instruments, all every instrument up here Hamilton plays. Okay, include and then the ones that are not up here, the bass guitar and the guitar and all that. So, so that's why people go, that guy's a freak of nature. <laughs> but he does have a record out, and so I'll get him to tell you about it. You can maybe get it online and stuff. Hamilton Harden, play one of your songs. One thing I will not be playing anymore is basketball. <laughs> Didn't have too much luck with that. But um, happy Mother's Day to everyone. Uh, I want to say that the phrase is, there's nothing like a mother's love, but I got to be honest, there's something much better. And that's why we're all gathered in this room to talk about that love. And this song that I'm going to sing is basically just sort of saying it back to him. He shows his love to us daily, not just daily, but throughout eternity. We will always experience his love. And so... This song is just singing back and it's called, I just want to say, I love you.
They have come and gone. You remain faithful. A constant stream of love poured out for free. And I'm so deep inside. Cause you consume this heart of mine. Relationship with you is so sweet. And I just want to say I love you and you mean so much to me. Ooh, I just want to say I love you and you mean so much to me. Others love me, fade, but yours will always stay the same. Consistently you save time and again. And now that I've tasted and I've seen, I don't ever want to be apart from you. And I'm so deep in I'm 
that's what I was saying. <laughs> you know, like Pastor Mark, sometimes people go like, what is he doing? You know, he's, he's got Mother's Day. He's got these people coming. We don't know him. And there's nobody going to preach. I mean, what is he thinking? And that's when you say, God is so much bigger than what I'm thinking. <laughs> so um, we'll do just love something real quick. And that, that sounds so sweet. Can you hear that? That's the sound I'm trying to get more of around my house. See, we, we have, well, you know, my Ruby sends her love. You know, we, we've got, uh, in Memphis, we, we have two, two boys, two girls, all grown and gone. So, you know, we have one grandson so far, one on the way, but we need more. So, I don't know how you do that, but apparently they have to get together and do stuff. But anyway, Hamilton has two beautiful boys. And uh, pray for him, pray for them. Uh, would you would you do that? Amen. You know how it is. Sometimes we go, oh, that was great. Now, where was I? No, take a moment and say, wow, that guy blessed me. Let me see if I can pray for him for, you know, one day a week, you know, for the next month. Pray for him, pray for his boys. Would you do that? Because uh, God is doing something special through Hamilton, you know, again, through mainstream culture. Where people go, wow, I've never seen anybody do that. There's, there's a video of this guy playing every single instrument at the same time. You know, like he does these videos where he has, he'll overdub it where he'll have him playing the drums and then him playing the bass and him playing. So he's every member of the band on these DVDs. So, so, so that's the type of thing that can get people's attention. And the, the word he's sharing is what he just got to share. He's saying, God is all that. And you need Jesus in your life. So to lift him up. Um, we're going to do, let's do this. Um, there's an old Jackson 5 song that we recorded. You know, while we're breaking the rules. <laughs> it's like, guys, like, you know, they're, they're gone now. There's no pulling them back now. So let's do this. Old, we recorded this song um, a while back. And there's some of you old enough, like me, to remember the Jackson 5. Yeah. All right. And the rest of you know this guy, Michael Jackson, right? Yeah. All right. So, so let's do this song and see if anybody knows it.
So we're going to bring that back. How about we bring that back into the relationships? Where, honey, I don't care what they say. You're stuck with me because I'm going to make sure you're loved like nobody else can love you. My love is going to be almost like salvation. It's going to be the kind of love that saves you from being lonely, saves you from being depressed, saves you from, from always thinking, oh, am I looking all right? Am I, oh, well, she looks better. But forget that, man. There's no way you cannot look good to me. That's salvation. we will bring salvation back where there is love what is he saying I'll be there he says look all, I, all I'm looking for is love I'm not looking for the right doctrine necessarily because you're not going to ever have that not completely I'm not necessarily looking for the, you know, the, the dog or the, I'm not necessarily looking for the place with the, with the biggest building. I'm not looking for the place with the most programs. I'm looking for one place where there is love. Jesus says, so sue me, but that's just where I like hanging out. The second verse says, I'll reach out my hand to you. I'll have faith in all you do. Imagine your a, a, a husband. No, let's say, imagine a wife saying, honey, I'm with you. I'm behind you. I'm here for you. I'll have faith in all you do. Why do we get to the relationships? But maybe that's what God wanted us to touch on. But I'll be there. That's the message today. And I'm going to just put it on one more side. And that's this. When you get back home in your neighborhood and, and you hear the chatter about whatever cultural, political things are going on. The president this and these people that and this and that. I want you to challenge them on this and say, listen. Are you willing to be there for your neighbor?" I don't care what color they are. I don't care where they're from. I don't care what their politics are. Are you willing to be like Jesus and hang out with the Samaritan and say, I'll be there for you? That's what fills churches up. It's relationships that ignore the obvious. Say that again because I think God just gave me that one. Relationships that ignore the obvious. Well, you're a different color. You're from a different well, you speak a different language. You're this. I'll be there. We're talking about God's faithful love. God's love is faithful. God says, You have no idea. I'm gonna be there. I, I, I'm not easily shaken. I'll be there. Can we just sing that one more time?
juncture in your life where you're like I really need to rededicate my life to the Lord if that's you this morning would you slip up your hand I want to pray with you anybody here this morning thank you anybody else gosh thank you anyone else don't walk out of this building today not receive everything that the Lord has for you there's no shame in that thank you for that God loves you it's all about love like for you to pray this prayer with me if you would you can pray it out loud or you you can pray it uh, silently you know what matters is the heart it's coming from your heart so just say dear God I come to you today I give you all my stuff I leave it at the cross I receive complete and total forgiveness for everything that I've done that's been displeasing to you. And I thank you for this new day, for this fresh start. And I receive all your forgiveness for everything I've ever done. And I ask you to help me to forgive all those who have hurt me. And I rejoice with the angels in heaven that today is a new day for me. It is a fresh start for me. The Bible says that I am made new. And I give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for this new thing that you're doing in my life and this fresh start today. And I want to pray one other prayer for you that that responded. Lord God, you see the hands, you see the hearts of these that have responded. And Father, I pray that you fill them with the power and the fire and the presence of your Holy Spirit to walk with them on a daily basis 
Jesus, you said, I go that the Holy Spirit may come and lead you and guide you into all truth. So, Father, I pray that these, that all of us would have a greater connection, a greater sensitivity to your Holy Spirit, knowing that you will lead us and guide us. And that when we simply call out, you respond by saying, I'll be there. I'll reach out my hand to you. I'll bring you salvation. I've made a pact with you through the blood covenant that I've made through Christ. And so, Father, I pray that these that have responded to you, to you this morning would receive in fullness all that you have for them today. Lord God, and we give you praise and glory and honor and thanks. You're such an awesome God. I thank you for your great love. Your word says that you are able to make all grace abound toward us. That we having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work. And God, I know according to your word in Romans 12 too, we're transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we come into alignment with your word so that we will then learn your will for us, which is good and pleasing and perfect. This morning in closing, we had such a wonderful time with the Lord and these guys are going to play another song and a couple of things I want you to consider. I want you to ask the Lord, God, is there anything else? Is there anything you want to say to me? Is there any area of my heart that I'm not yielding to you? Are there any wounds in my life that I need you to just wash over me and bring healing to and just allow that to happen the second thing I want to ask and if you're visiting here today if you're a guest I'm, I'm not talking to you right now but family you know that whenever we have a guest in town we want to bless them and uh, I want to give you I always want to give you the opportunity to sow into the ministry of what these guys are doing the Lord has already spoken to me on what Life Fellowship is to give to them. And the check's written. And it's in the card. It's in my office. And I'm going to give it to them when we leave. But if you want to be a part of what God is doing through their ministry. And uh, I, this past week I was praying. I said, God, what do you want Christine and I to give? And, and he's already told me what we're to give. And it's already in the box. And then I prayed. I said, God, what do you want Life Fellowship to give to bless these guys? And I want to give you the same opportunity to sow into this ministry. Again, if you're a guest, we're not asking anything of you. But this is for our family here. This is a, you guys are oh, such a gracious, loving, giving church. Christine and I are so honored to serve you. And uh, Kurt, we're really, really honored to have you guys in the house. Thank you. I always kind of kid with the guys because I get up here and I'm so passionate and I cry all the time and I'm glad to see somebody else's crying. But you know what? I, honestly, I love your passion. I love your passion. And, and in, in all sincerity, uh, one day I was before the Lord and I said, God, I hate crying in public. And he said, I can take that away from you. But I'm going to take away that passion. I said, no, God. I'll be a crybaby for you all day long. <laughs> so these guys are going to play a song. And 
And I want you to, to just do what I just asked. I want you to say, God, is there anything else you want to say to me? And then I want you to ask the Lord, say, God, is there anything uh, or, or what are you asking me to get? Listen, if God says, don't give anything, then don't give anything. There's no pressure. But if he says to to give something, then I'm just simply asking you to obey. To obey. And when you walk out, uh, we have our giving boxes here. Again, if you're a guest, I'm not asking this of you. But, you know, we, we want to want to pour into you guys and and i'm so appreciative of the lord i I appreciate the word that he shared with us and uh uh, i know that this is the beginning of of something and and i was thinking as you were speaking when god and i shared a little bit about god calling us to pioneer life fellowship one of the things that he told me god told me i'm doing a new thing And uh, that's always been an important word for me. And I believe that God is doing something new in this hour. And he's looking for people that will say, you know what, I'll go with you. I'll be unconventional. I'll do whatever you want me to do, God. Because you're the boss. And I'm yielding my heart to you. And I'm trusting you. So let's just take a couple of minutes. And and also, while these guys are are playing and and you're praying, if if you have some prayer requests or you want prayer, come up and Christine. I would love to pray with you. Let's go back into the Lord's presence. We never left there. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. And um, the song we'll play, um, it's, it's a song where Jesus is saying, if I should stay, speaking to his disciples, if I should stay, I'd only be in the way. And so I'll go. And yet I know and I'll think of you every step of the way. And then he went and he did the unspeakable. He allowed them to torture him, to hang him on the cross. The message that comes from that cross is that I will always love you.
I, I hope this doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, Kirk, but uh, Kirk Whalen played on that song, traveled and toured with Whitney Houston. And uh, to think that Whitney's gone now, but that song lives on. And uh, I think it's a, a, a testimony of God's love for us. And so as we go from this place today, let's, let's just be reminded of God's great love for us. And that there's a lost and dying world out there of people that need to know the love of Christ. And so we want to yield. We have, as I, I think I talked about last week, and Kirk talked to, about it a little bit this morning, we all have influence, good or bad. Let's make sure that the influence that we have is uh, leading people to Christ and living it, making a difference. Let's, let's live what we say we believe. And in closing, uh, we have a, a table up here. We have some merchandise back in the back. And the CDs, the DVDs are $20 a piece. And uh, we have some time where uh, if you want uh, Kirk to sign those and, and, uh, and sign some autographs. Okay, thank you. The merchandise is back there in the foyer. And then we'll set up a table here where he can sign autographs and just visit with you briefly if you want. I want to... I just again, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Hamilton, awesome. Awesome job. Oh, and before we dismiss, I want to pray. Let's, let's uh, pray for Hamilton's ankle. Uh, we believe that God heals today, and we believe that, uh, that he can heal Hamilton's ankle. So join me in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we, we lift up Hamilton to you, Lord God, and we just pray with expectation that you will heal his ankle. Father, you created him, and you can heal him. And so, Father, we just simply pray for complete and total healing, restoration, and that there would not even be any evidence of any problems there. So we pray in the all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, at this point in time, you are dismissed. Thank you for joining us. The merchandise is back there. Kirk will be up here. And also, moms, uh, we have roses for you. So grab one of those on the way out. Thank you. They'll be handed to you.